On today's episode, we are going to compare two giants, Microsoft versus Apple, and I'm going to see which one is a better investment for me. So let's get started. Like I mentioned, today's episode, we are taking a look at two giants. And if you're new to my channel, this is something I do every Monday. I call it Monday Matches, where I take a look at two companies. Previously, I did EA Games versus Activision. I also did BABA versus Amazon. I did BABA versus JD. And this is going to be episode four, which is Microsoft versus Apple. And right here is the point system I'm going to use to help me choose which is the company I like better. And just because one of these companies is going to end up the winner, it does not mean that the other company is a bad investment, right? That's not what I'm showing here. Both of these companies can actually be great investments. But if I had to choose one of them there, this is what this episode is meant for. So we're going to take a look at stuff like market cap growth, revenue breakdown, revenue growth, margins, cash flow, the overall business, the balance sheet, forward PE ratio, forward price to sales ratio, and finally my thoughts. And before we go any further, guys, don't forget to hit the subscribe button, the thumbs up, and the bell. It helps the small channel out so much, and I truly, truly appreciate all the support. And if you guys ever want to get in contact with me, feel free to hit me up on Twitter or Discord. I have my own Discord channel where I pretty much just answer any questions if I have time. So I'm very active in there. So feel free to join me. Like I said, I do this every Monday. I call it Monday Match. So for next Monday, I want to know which one you guys want me to do paypal versus square actually got a lot of points i think it was second for this week so I, I, maybe you guys want to see that one i also thought about zoom versus crowdstrike as right now there's a lot of lot of software companies that are what people consider overvalued but these overvalued companies are the ones that are continuing to return strong returns to investors then we also have other giants amazon versus google could be so let me know in the comments below which one you guys want me to take a look at and if you are listening to the podcast guys please make sure to give a great review in whatever platform you're using it would truly truly help out the small channel all right so first let's start off with the first point and it's going to be the market cap growth and the way i i take a look at the market cap growth is we're going to take a look at how the past five years have done for each companies and then after this we're going to take a look at revenue growth so if you invested in microsoft about five years ago you would have been up 309 percent that is actually that's actually pretty crazy in five years on average it says that it takes you about seven years investing in the regular market for you to double your money so for a company to actually trip more than triple your money in, in just a matter of five years that's actually pretty strong next let's take a look at apple apple is up since 2000 since two five years ago this company is up 170 percent. so this company more than doubled your money as well in less than five years and if we just take a look at the overall spy market at the overall s p 500 in past five years the overall s p has only given about 45 percent. so both apple and microsoft have been great investments for investors so like i said right just because one of the companies is going to win here does not mean that the other is a bad investment but obviously right now microsoft with getting 300 percent and apple only right i'm saying only quotations because it's really not only it's still really great giving 180 point uh, 180 percent i'm gonna have to give the first point to microsoft all right so the second point we're gonna take a look at is revenue breakdown and what revenue breakdown is is when we're gonna see how this company collects revenue right one thing we don't want to see is that one major object be the biggest part of a company's revenue because if that company's revenue goes down if that section goes down 
then the company will take a big hit. So in theory, what I would like to see is to see a nice, a nice evenly broken down between different sectors for that company. And then after that, we're going to take a look at historical past, uh, historical revenue growth for the company. All right. So first, let's take a look at the revenue breakdown of Microsoft. In their most recent quarter of quarter three, this company collected $35 billion of revenue. And that revenue growth was actually up 15% compared to the same time last year. And right, this is their most recent earnings that happened about a month ago. So it was during COVID-19. So it's still pretty impressive that this company showed a 15% revenue growth. Now let's take a look at that breakdown. So that $35 million pretty much is broken down into three sectors. About 11.7 million comes from productivity and business process. All right, so first let's talk about what is inside the productivity and business process. So here you have your LinkedIn products, your Dynamics product, and you have your main office commercial products and office consumer products. Uh, for example, all, all the office all the office applications one uses when, when, when doing work, Word, PowerPoint, SharePoint, all those, all those applications applications are in this so this makes up 11.7 billion out of that 35 point billion so that's all of these actually make up close to 33 percent so that's actually a pretty good thing we're gonna see all of them kind of have similar amount of revenue growth on um, productivity and business process went up 15 percent compared to the same time last year next we have intelligent cloud so in intelligent cloud we have all the products by by microsoft's azure and this one is their big breadwinner right now making 12.3 billion dollars out of the 35 billion so this is the one that takes a little bit of a head um, compared to the other two and this one is up 27%. If you guys don't know much about me, clouding is one of those markets that I am very, very bullish on. And that's why I'm actually pretty, pretty happy with companies like Microsoft, with Google, with Amazon, all that are really strong in the clouding server. So next we have more personal computing and more personal computings. You have your, your regular Windows commercials or laptops. Um, you have your PCs, you have your Surface, you have your gaming stuff here, your, your Xbox, Xbox One, your Xbox 360. And this one right now makes up it's the lowest out of the three makes up about 11 billion of that 35 again most of them kind of make that they're all kind of evenly spread out at how the breakdown is doing more personal computing is actually up only three percent we can see the biggest winner here is intelligent cloud and the biggest and the second is um, productivity and business 27 percent up in intelligent cloud and 15 percent up in productivity and business process so we can see right this company has a very very strong um break down in revenue right if one of these products goes down the other two still make up over 60 percent of the company's revenue so that's something i like to see next let's take a look at apple's at apple's revenue breakdown and they actually again this is something you can easily find in the company's earnings reports and here last year last quarter this company made 58 billion dollars in revenue and to be fair let me just be fair i would expect Apple to be a little more affected due to COVID-19 compared to Microsoft, right? Because Microsoft has a lot of software. It has clouding applications. The only one that, that I would have expected Microsoft to take in a big hit was would have been in the hardware section. And we did see a big hit in the, not a big hit, but we saw only a 3% growth 
compared to last year where every other sector in Microsoft took had way bigger jumps, double digit jumps. So Apple is more of a hardware product type company. So obviously I, I, I do see that this quarter we have seen a slowdown in in the company's growth. But right now we're more taking a look at the revenue breakdown. So remember this company's total net sales were 58 billion. 28 billion almost 29 billion of that comes from the iphone and that to me is something i'm not too happy about right 50 percent of this company's total revenue comes from one product on the mac has um the apple mac makes up 5 billion of that 58 so close to 10 percent the ipad makes 4.3 out of that 58 so about eight percent wearables home and accessories this is where you have like your Apple Watch, you have your um, any any smart uh, smart products that Apple has for home. This one is 6.2 billion, so a little bit over 10%. And then you have services. Services is about 13 billion on um, 13 billion, and that's about 20%. So right, the revenue breakdown I definitely do not like for Apple, just because the iPhone makes up over close to 50% of the company's total revenue, where the other ones make up very very little. The only one that actually makes up a nice portion would be services that is close to about 20% of total revenue. Let's take a look at growth. Remember, I do believe that COVID-19 affected this company a lot, um, a lot more than Microsoft. So we'll take that into account. But iPhone sales saw a decrease in sale compared to the same time last year. The iMac was pretty, also saw a very, very small decrease. The iPad also saw a small increase. Wearables, home, and accessories saw a nice jump up and services saw a nice jump up. And services is one that I'm actually pretty bullish on from for Apple, right? This is one that I feel is gonna continue to be one of those growers in, in the Apple product and the Apple revenue breakdown. Also wearable and home and accessories. These two, I feel, are gonna start taking a bigger chunk and eventually will reduce the, the, the necessity of an iPhone in the revenue for Apple. But right now, I have to say, I like the revenue breakdown for Microsoft a little bit better, just because those sectors are breaking down a little bit better and if one of them takes a hit the whole market doesn't wouldn't take a hit but if iphone sales really take a big hit it would definitely definitely hit apple's apple's revenue pretty big so the second point is gonna go to microsoft and again remember apple right now has zero points but that doesn't mean does not mean apple is a bad investment right now it's just telling me that i would prefer to invest in microsoft over apple next let's take a look at revenue growth and then we're going to take a look at margins growth so here on revenue growth i'm taking a look at this great website lazy fa which i use for all my fundamental analysis and we can start off with microsoft microsoft in 2019 grew 14 percent revenue compared to 18. in 18 it grew another 14 percent and in 2017 it grew about five percent apple and microsoft really just started taking a big jump with with the clouding server and the clouding server now makes up a huge portion of this company's revenue so now as we see cloud grow a lot bigger it's helping this revenue growth for the overall company especially also as this company has changed more into a subscription base has also helped this company continue to see this revenue growth i mean in the past two years 14 percent growth in in revenue that's not an easy feature to do especially for a company as big as microsoft um, so right now i'm liking that now let's take a look at apple's revenue growth apple in 2019 actually saw a decrease of two percent 
In 2018, it actually saw an increase of 15%, and in 2017, it saw an increase of about 6.3%. Obviously, we can see with that decrease this past year on Apple, we're going to have to give another point to Microsoft. And I'm right now hoping all these Apple Apple fans are not going to kill me. I'm just looking at data right now, and I'm just going with what looks better for me. Now let's take a look at margin growth. And after margin growth, I actually want to take a look at this company's cash flow margins. Um, so now let's take a look at, let's start off with Microsoft again. Microsoft's margins growth in, let's take a look at gross margins. Gross margins for 2019 for Microsoft were 66%. That's actually pretty high, in my, in, for my opinion. Profit margins for Microsoft were 31.2%. These are actually pretty strong. One thing we could see is throughout the past few years, gross margins has a little uptrend going on. Not by much, but I would expect as clouding becomes a huge portion of this company's revenue, Clouding usually has very strong gross margins, and it also has very strong profit margins, similar to subscription base with their Office 365. As those continue, they it continues to show an increase in that gross margins and the overall profit margins as well tends to have a nice uptrend going on. Now let's take a look at Apple's gross margins. Apple's gross margins for 2019 were 37.8. Remember, for Microsoft, they were over 60%. Now let's take a look at profit margins. Profit margins for this company were 21.2%, where for Microsoft, it was 31.2%. So we can see again, Microsoft has a little bit better gross margins and profit margins than Apple. But again, both of these are companies with very high gross margins and very high profit margins. With profit margins for Apple, they do seem to be somewhere flat. It, it doesn't seem like there is any uptrend. And if we look very closely, the gross margins actually has a little bit of a downtrend on Apple in the past five years. In 2015, gross margins were 40.1. In 2016 was 39.1. In 2017 was 38.5. In 2018 was 38.3. And like I said, in 2019 was 37.8. So we do see a gross margin decrease every every year and again something you don't want to see but re at reality the profit margins have not been changed and they're pretty stable but right now we see better profit margins and gross margins for microsoft and we're also seeing an uptrend in gross margins and we're seeing an uptrend in profit margins for microsoft so again this point is actually going to have to go to microsoft all right, next, let's take a look at the cash flow margins for both these apples. And right now, it does seem Microsoft is just killing the game, and it's pretty crazy. But I'm going to say, now that I know that Microsoft has a little bit better than Apple and all this stuff, I'm going to bet that the forward PE ratio and the forward price to sales ratio are going to be better on Apple. Apple is going to be a little bit cheaper than Microsoft. But again, sometimes when things look better, you're obviously going to pay a better price for it right you're you're if, in anything in life if, it, if it's a better product in theory you're expected to pay more for it so i like i said i do believe for the valuation apple might end up winning but let's continue up with cash flow margins and then we're going to take a look at this company's balance sheet um, and after that we'll take a look at the balance uh, at the overall business all right so here I'm, i want to take a look at the operating cash flow margins 
for for both these companies and i don't want to take a look at free cash flow because to get free cash flow you do operating cash flow minus capex expense uh cap capital expenses and capital expenses is whatever this company uses to 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 improve its business so operating cash flow is the actual money this company collects the cash flow it gets from its everyday activities not counting anything else and i think that's probably the most vanilla we can go so that's that's probably the best way so operating cash flows for microsoft are 41.4 percent and it actually seems to be within this level between mid 30s to low 40 percent margin ratio so for every 100 of sales pretty much what this company does the cash flow that goes in its operations is about 40 percent, and that's actually pretty good it's one of the best i've seen in, in in some time now let's take a look at apples apples again something i don't want to like to see right if we take a look at microsoft it doesn't seem it does seem like it fluctuates between between up and down but the overall trend is still pretty flat but now let's take a look at apples apples trend seems to be more of a downtrend operating cash flow on 2019 was actually 26.67 again this is a really good number let me I'm, i'm not trying to say this is a bad number this is a really really good number but microsoft again here with the cash flow margins is gonna take another point and this is actually pretty crazy i i did not think that microsoft would be winning by this much right now and i'm pretty sure we know where the comp- the game the the match is gonna lead to um but i do think that all the other stuff are still very important to take a look at um let's skip overall business and let's actually take a look at this co- at these companies balance sheet so let's here we're going to start off with um let's start off with microsoft again so microsoft has about 137 billion dollars in cash that's a lot a lot of money this company has about 70 billion dollars in non-current debt so this company has plenty and plenty of cash to pretty much pay off its total liabilities um its total current debt um non-current debt and that to me is a very very strong balance sheet so microsoft has a strong balance sheet apple i know has a very strong balance sheet um but let's just take a look at it so apple has 53 billion dollars 54 billion dollars in current investments and 40 billion dollars in cash and cash equivalents that's close to 90 billion a little bit over 90 billion dollars in cash obviously microsoft has a little bit of more cash but apple has been known to use its cash right now to try to improve its business this company has non-current debt of about 90 billion dollars and this non-current debt is not due to any time soon this company has current debt of about 20.4 billion so both these companies have plenty of plenty of cash to pretty much pay off any debt both of them again like i said both of these are very very strong companies but the balance sheet if i was just to be looking at the numbers microsoft again microsoft has 137 billion dollars in quick cash if it pays off its non-current debt and current debt it will still have about 60 billion dollars in cash let's take a look at apple apple has about 90 billion dollars of quick cash and it has 20 billion dollars in current debt and 90 billion dollars in non-current debt so if it in theory if it was to pay off all its debt it would be negative about negative 20 billion dollars but one thing to know is that non-current debt most of the time is like long-term liabilities long-term senior notes that most of the time are probably with very low interest and not due any time soon 
So like I said, both of them have very strong balance sheets, but for right now, again, I'm going to have to give it to Microsoft on the balance sheet. Woo! So uh, I hope you guys are, are happy you guys chose these two giants to, to battle it out. All right, so next we were supposed to take a look at the overall business, but overall business is kind of just my thoughts. So I just moved that down later. So right now let's take a look at the valuation. First, let's start off with forward price to sales ratio. So forward PE ratio for Microsoft is 30.4 for two years from now. Apple's forward PE ratio is actually 23. So Apple is a lot cheaper in price than Microsoft when we take a look at earnings ratio. So for the forward PE ratio, we're gonna have to give it to Apple. Now let's take a look at forward price to sales ratio. Forward price to sales ratio for Microsoft is 9.15. For Apple was 5.05. So Apple has a better forward price to sales ratio as well. So like I mentioned, valuation seems like Apple is a lot cheaper than Microsoft. But in theory, right? Microsoft has better revenue. It has stronger revenue growth. It has stronger margins. It's keeping more cash flow margins. It has a better breakdown. So obviously, I, 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 as an investor, would be willing to pay a little bit more for Microsoft than I would be for Apple. Again, I'm not saying Apple is a bad investment. Both of these are actually strong companies. But if I was to only choose one right now, it would be Microsoft. And now my thoughts. These are, again, my thoughts. And all of this is not advice, right? I am nowhere near professional. And these are just my opinions on both these companies. My thoughts. I like Microsoft a lot better because of everything we saw, right? We saw the revenue breakdown. I like how Microsoft has a lot of different products that all are growing even during these tough times. It's also in the clouding network and it's also in that subscription-based network pretty heavily. Yes, Apple is also now starting that subscription type base and I do believe the services and the services and the application wearables and in-home products are going to be a huge boost to Apple in the future, but we're already seeing that big growth in Microsoft. Margins, we can't deny the fact that Microsoft has better margins. So for me on my thoughts, I'm going to have to give a point to Microsoft. So this one was actually a, a, a insane battle. Microsoft comes with one, two, three, with seven points when Apple only comes with two points coming from that valuation. So I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Let me know what you guys thought. Like you said, let me know which one you guys want me to take a look at next. Maybe PayPal versus Square, Soon versus CrowdStrike, Amazon versus Google. So take care, guys. Make sure to subscribe, hit the thumbs up and the bell. It helps the small channel out so much and I truly, truly appreciate the support. So take care, guys, and see you next time.